Anyway, how was your weekend? It was good. It was uh, it was a weekend of Sunday. Or, yes. Weekend of Sunday? Weekend of Sunday. What yeah, happened to Saturday? Saturday. No, Saturday was fine, too. Okay. But on, on Sunday, um, we went to uh, have a, like a memorial to pay tribute to my father who passed four years ago. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, Liz is with us, so oh, that's I might. Me. I'm sorry, <laughs> our therapist, <laughs> our therapist, which I might need therapy after I tell this story. Anyway, my father passed four years ago, and um, he watched us watched a cardboard snowman online. Anyway, whole other story. Um, there's a community of people that watch this snowman. Wait, in, what? Okay, Explain this is actually this. another show. Yeah, so okay. there is a okay. uh, there's an Earth Cam. Okay in Gaylord, Michigan, that shows a snowman, a cutout snowman. It's called Snowman Cam. And animals come because it's in the middle of Gaylord, in the middle of nowhere, in the forest. So animals come, bears and deer. Is it a big and, snowman? Oh, yeah. or? It is a big snowman. And it's, okay. It's cut out of cardboard. Of, yeah, metal, wood, whatever. Oh, yeah. okay. Anyway, this snowman has developed a cult-like following. Really? It's not really a cult, but a lot of people watch the snowman. Mm-hmm. We'll have this, the actually the owner of the property and the snowman on in future shows to talk about this because it, oh, really it really is an interesting story. It really is an interesting story, the snowman camp. Anyway, my father, and got, my father got involved in this, the development of, of the snowman camp and the community. He really helped develop this community and, and elevated it to a to a, quite a status, and he became um, very respected in this community. As I said, he passed four years ago, and prior to my father's passing, he had talked about wanting to put a pond. Like, that was a dream of his, to mm-hmm. put this pond behind this snowman in this wooded area. And my father passed suddenly and unexpectedly, and then the community got together, and they raised enough money to create this pond. Really? How nice. That's wow. Nice. Yeah, so this is his legacy. And so um, we had a commemorative pla- um, outdoor plaque. I call it a plaque, but it's a outdoor. Like statue or something? Yeah, like a, like a, like you go to a museum or you go to an outdoor park and you see this big sign. Yeah. Like yeah. all weather sign with his yeah. picture. And it talks about this pond was dedicated wow. in his honor. Wow, really? That's really cool. Isn't that nice? That is See, cool. all people are not evil. We need to remember that. There's a lot of good out in this world. You know wow. what? It was interesting because this was something my dad had talked about prior to. And then when he passed this community, they got together and they said, let's build Richard's pond. And they call it Richard's pond. Oh, and there's a sign really? that says Richard's pond. Gina, and that's so nice. Yeah. Oh so it's his God. legacy that will be forever that there's a small pond and it's absolutely beautiful. I was there um, several years ago and did the, when they were building the pond and connected like the first, did the first connection for the, there's little waterfalls and. Oh, that's so cool. Anyway, in future shows, we're going to have Ken on and, and oh, we'll talk about, cool. we'll, we'll meet so Ken. So wait, so how this. did your dad meet Ken? Just, I'm curious. Online. Really? Watching. So total stranger. To, they were total strangers. They were not friends. And my dad started watching this and we'll talk about the development, how it went from like a little tiny, you know, Oh, it's he purchased this little Ken purchased a uh, little camera and and put it on a snowman to how it became sponsored by by a bigger company and you know, they have a a uh, Earthcam camera on and then snowman. how that led to creating this pond created this community your 
created this community with my with my mm-hmm. dad's help and people and friends and and they got together and you know how they talk and they chat and they you know created friendships and really some nice. of them they had met outside yeah to so with a stranger mm-hmm. definitely yeah how yeah. cool so. well and then just wouldn't it, it have been nice like if your dad knew the impact he made to the point where this community actually built a pond in his honor in his because honor. it's something yeah. he wanted. I'm sure he's watching down from heaven yeah. because when it started, you know, they said, let's let's build this this pond in Richard's honor. And then they raised a tremendous amount of money in a very short time. We're talking months. So do you go up there every year? No. No. This, no. It's not what made you go up this year? Uh, because we got the memorial stone and we were oh. we brought that so so we went and we saw it. And, How cool! Um, so I was there when they were first building it a few years ago, and then I have not been back. It's you know it's not it's not close. It's not right. in the neighborhood, and mm-hmm. and it's you know it's while it's lovely, it's a lovely tribute. I wish I wish my dad was here to see it. Oh yeah! Well, of course. How cool! Of course. It's very nice. Yeah, but does that make you think about like what legacy, you know, you're creating? Like, what are you going to build for me when I die? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> a deeper grave <laughs> this is what she's thinking. I'm making sure she's not coming back. <laughs> Welcome to the Nooner Show. Here's your host, Jackie Wallace, Gina Guccini, and Rocky Wallace. Okay, but seriously, thinking about your legacy, because what you're doing today is what creates your legacy. Right. That's you know what? My legacy has been created, was was created during my 30 years as a classroom teacher. Right. Because I run into children who say, oh, I remember when you, or because of you, I, mm-hmm. and I went on to accomplish, or I changed, or whatever. And so I hear, and I'm always amazed when I hear kids say, you know, thanks to you, or because you said, or because you, or I hear a parent who said, you really understood Which I, at the time, and even now, when I go back and think of my career, don't think about how I, you know, how I said or what I did had made made a change in their life. Right. Mm -hmm. And maybe you didn't notice it at that time, but, you know, 20 years down the road. Right. I were this summer I was at a graduation party for a former student and I went because if I'm invited, if they think think enough of me to invite me, I am so honored. And I love to see who they were in second grade and, and now when mm-hmm. they've graduated from high school, who they have become you know, right. and where they're going on. Anyway, so I went to go see this this young woman, the child. She's forever seven in my mind. And she talked about where she was going to school. And I said, oh, what are you going to do? And she said, I'm going to be a teacher. And I said, you are? And she said, yeah. She said, when I thought about what I wanted to do, I thought about you and what the kind of teacher you were. And wow. that made me want, which this child was very quiet and very mm-hmm. shy mm-hmm. and very reserved. And if you would have said to me, What's a student? Who's a student that you made the most impact on? That's not who would have come. That, yeah, no, it's usually the way it is. I, I wouldn't have said because she was so quiet and shy, yeah. I, and I may have even said, "Oh, I, at the time, I don't even know that she likes me or that we've made a connection." But we did make a connection. You know, she connected with me. Do I? I felt connected to my kids, but they don't always feel as connected to you. I mean, right. you know. Mm-hmm. So, and we should nice. <clears throat> we should do a show on legacy. Mm-hmm. creating a legacy at some point. Cause I, it, it's fascinating. Cause we don't really think about that topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like we're working every day or creating or doing things, thinking we're going to leave a legacy or what legacy are we leaving? I think that a lot of times um, we don't know the impact we have on people's lives until right. much later. 
Right. And um, sometimes we'll never know. So kind of See, if you conduct your life part. in that way. No, that's not sad. It's not? Why? No, let that go. Okay. Let's just let that go. Just let that happen. Just let that be yeah. who you are. Right. Is that everything that you give, you give more love than you receive. You, you're always giving. You will always have a full heart. You will always feel as though you've done something good for somebody. You may not ever hear it. Uh, um, you may not ever hear it, but you will definitely feel that you've done something good. I think I do that every day after I'm done working. It's like I've done enough today. Mm-hmm. I think I, I did good work today. And it, we can just always hope that it's floating out there in some sort of energy and has impacted somebody well, in some way. Well, that's good. I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of that, let's talk yes. about Let's hope. talk about hope. this segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are uniquely interesting and most of all, inspiring. Yes. And today we are going to get receive some inspiration from our in-house therapist. Liz Reed. And the crowd goes wild. And the crowd goes <laughs> wild. But according to the name on her book, just so you know, it's yeah. Elizabeth Reed. Yes. Leave Your Shit Here is due to come out by the end of October. So yep. we will mm-hmm. definitely talk about that when that comes about, comes out. But we are going to talk about hope. Yes. Today. Um, and it's it's such an interesting topic because like I feel like everybody's always talking about happiness and mm-hmm. chasing happiness, mm-hmm. finding happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I get happy? But you never hear about hope. And can you be happy and not have hope? Um, I think they go together. I think that in order to be happy, you have to have hope because hope is by definition the optimistic thought process that things are going to get better from here, right? Okay. So if things are going to get better from here, then we have hope towards our future. People with terminal illnesses can have tremendous amount of hope because they're looking forward instead of staying stagnant where they are. So it's, it, you know, they kind of go together. Your hope can give you that internal kind of, um, uh, you know, anxiety and and you know, flutter of, look at what I could possibly do, you know, in the, in the past, thinking about writing a book, you know, I didn't know, had no idea I'd end up writing this book with you and that, you know, and, but I always had the hope that someday that's optimism. And Mm -hmm. I did write a book, right? It's always that optimism that always looking forward, um, the hope of things could possibly change that this isn't the, where we are right now. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention just real quick is for many of my patients and when I worked, um, on the psych ward, when people come in with depression, one of the first things we ask them is, um, do you feel hopeless? Because hopeless means that you've pretty much given up. If you don't have hope, you can't move forward. Okay. You just Mm -hmm. answered what I was going to ask you uh is that so when somebody says that they're depressed or they have anxieties, is that usually because they don't have hope? Yes, exactly. They've given up. They're hopeless. There is no optimistic future for them. There's no way of changing their current circumstances. They are stuck where they are and they can't find a way out. So hope is our way out. Hope is hope that this will happen. Hope that I can move forward. Um, with some degree of willpower, because we have to work at hope. We have to give ourselves the ability to, to strive towards our hope that is going to make us feel better and change our lives, get us unstuck. How do people lose hope? 
through goals not being accomplished and trauma in our lives. Like certain things happen in our lives that break us down and then break us down again and break us down again. And then we think, no matter what I do, you hear this all the time, no matter what I do, nothing works out for me. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not exactly it if we are really truly analyzing why things are happening to you or why things are going wrong. You could just be, as they say, a victim of circumstances right now. There are a lot of shitty things that happen to a lot of good people. Right. But hope is something that you must regain, reel back in, and say that, and I know this, that today may be a very bad day, this may be a very bad week, but tomorrow will always be better as long as you don't go off your path and keep striving towards something more optimistic and hopeful for you. Because the... Let's look at it mathematically. I'm not a mathematician, but the law of averages is you're not going to be in complete despair for the rest of your life. Right. Because nothing, nothing lasts forever. And nothing lasts forever. Absolutely nothing lasts forever. Some of the happiest people in the world, and I mentioned this on the show before, are in the ghettos of India. They always have hope. They're happy people because they're, they're always hopeful of a better future. And they're quite religious. So those things keep them grounded and hopeful. So Gina was sharing a story with me. Why don't you share that story? And that's really why we got on the subject of hope. I was um, in a fitting room mm -hmm. and trying my clothes on, doing my thing. And there were two young women also in the, in the back of the fitting room in another room and they were talking, just having a conversation. So I overheard this conversation. It wasn't that I was eavesdropping, but sure. I was in a, in an area and so were they. Mm -hmm. And this one girl was talking about her life and how she, you know, was had some medical issues and had some family issues and, um, she had some anxiety. So she had never physically, gone to school. She had been homeschooled and she didn't work. And, and she was just talking to this other person about her life and, 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 you know, what was she going to do and how she, you know, doesn't work, but someone had given her a gift certificate. So that's why she was able to, mm -hmm. you know, be at a store and do that kind of thing. Um, and it was so disheartening because I just wanted to go over there and say, listen, girl, <laughs> I, yeah. You know what? And her friend was doing a good job talking to her and was saying, you know, well, have you thought about or did you, have you tried or, you know, and was trying to be encouraging. And it made me think of a, co a quote that says, when the world says give up, hope whispers, try one more time. Yeah, that's very true. And that's what made me think about as I was just hearing this, this young girl's despair. You know what? She gets up every day. So that's a success. Yeah. You know, she doesn't see it as that, but she gets up every day. So her success rate for getting up every day is 100%. Mm -hmm. She was up and she was out in public that day. Now, maybe she's not out every day, but she was out that day. So absolutely. It's small achievement goals give you hope. I, it's, you know, <clears throat> this is a great example. I'm always struggling trying to lose weight. It's very hard when you get old. Everybody knows this, right? But I always have the hope that, you know what? We'll try again. We're, we're going to try again. I'm going to try something else. I'm gonna my husband's always amazed. God love you. Keep trying. Yes, that is hope. That's always trying, always trying to look forward and having the willpower to understand that not one single thing can take you down. 
recognizing what's going on with yourself and having the hope that it's going to get better. And that always leads to happiness because eventually, once again, as we're talking about, something is going to change. Nothing stays the same forever. But, but the, on the opposite of that, as many people get comfortable in their hopelessness because it's what they've always right. known and people encourage right. it or their family's hopeless and they're Debbie Downers and this creates that hopelessness. Now that's a learned behavior. Right. So to get out of that, we have to be conscious of it, have a good therapist can help you with that. It makes it a hell of a lot easier. Read our book, you know. Because you can unlearn yes, it. you can unlearn it. That is what people, people think that our brains are set and that they can, nothing can be learned from that, but that after a certain point in time or age, and that's not true whatsoever. We have to re, re, um, program the neural pathways in our brain that have been developed in one certain way. Like that we, we talk, like I talk about this all the time, like a record on a record player, the wax of the record has to be melted down and reprogrammed to a better, um, way of thinking, a better reaction to the cause. How do, what about if somebody doesn't know that they're hopeless because that's the only world they know? Hmm. That's kind of interesting. Um, you know, they would, if that's the only world they know, they will probably stay in around people such as themselves, stay close to home, live with family members, um, until, um, they pass away and they all kind of, they, they come commune in their own hopelessness. They will usually stay together. And it's not like you can bring that to somebody's attention. So let's talk about this in terms of the, what's a wish, what's the way, what's in the way. Mm-hmm. If the wish for someone who's listening is for hope. Sure. If, if, if the wish is to have hope in your life, take a strong, good look at the way you think every day. How do you think every day? Do you think hopeless? Do you think like, oh, I can't do that? Or, you know, you know what? It's, it's going to rain. It's going to be on the day I go outside. You know, um, if I'm, he'll get that job before I'll get that job. There's just things that I'm, are never going to happen. Write down your reactions to everyday incidents, everyday uh, interactions that you have in your life that make you feel hopeless. So what's in the way of... Self-aware. What's in the way are our negative thoughts. At negative thoughts, which is all of everything that CBT is about, you know, um, cognitive behavioral therapy, is changing the way we think. Our negative thoughts create a negative brain and negative neural pathways. This is all science. This is the reality. Yeah. The way we talk to ourselves is the way we think about ourselves and the way we project ourselves out there. So if you have an awareness that you, like I'm telling you right now here on the microphone, if you might suspect you're hopeless, or you have lack of hope, write down every time you say, put yourself down, make yourself feel bad about yourself, and then you know that it's time to do something about it. I have to say, I'm sorry, but Mm -hmm. I really, really like what you just said, and I'll tell you why. Because I think that a lot of people don't know they're hopeless. They don't. Where if you're writing it down and you're always coming up with the same type of response, sure, like, I'm not never going to get the promotion. I'm not going to make more money. I'm never going to lose weight, whatever. Yeah. That is a sign that you're mm-hmm. hopeless. Yes. I like that. Absolutely. And it can also have a strong emphasis on perfection. People with perfection feel very hopeless because they're always striving for something better. What they do is never good enough. So they always feel hopeless, which is very difficult. That's why a lot of people with perfection issues 
um, have a lot of mental health issues that go right along with that. Mm. There is no such thing as perfection. Right. I remember my mom telling me at a very young age, there will always be somebody prettier than you and smarter. So get over that right now. So the wits <laughs> and I was like, great. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not going to worry about that again. <laughs> okay. So I'm ugly. Okay. <laughs> just, it's so just a fact. It's like my the, mom says to, she, my mom is this a hundred percent Italian. Yeah. Right. Older woman who, um, Will tell me not to eat because I'm fat. <laughs> I oh, mean, nice. it's like okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for that. I know, right? <laughs> All right. So our wishes, our wishes for hope. What's in the way is our own negative thinking. Sure. And the way to 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 becoming more hopeful and having hope. Yes. Is, is writing it down. Writing it down. If you have a sneaking suspicion, we all have one small shred of self-esteem in there. I don't care who you are. One small shred of self-respect. And if you and if it kind of like what I'm just saying right now kind of brightens you up or makes you think twice, start writing it down. Start writing it down and seeing how you talk to yourself and how you think about yourself because you'd never let somebody else talk to you. Uh, maybe you do. And maybe that's something that you need to work on that's as well. Another, another, that's another key yeah. indicator. Mm-hmm. Yes, without a doubt. Is that um, like your deserve level? Is yeah. That you would? Sure. Yeah, what do I deserve? Well, a lot right. of people feel they don't deserve anything because they're constantly be bu- being bombarded by the same crowd of people that they're around. So it sounds like people should really be looking at trying to be more hopeful and not necessarily trying to be happier. Absolutely, because they will go together eventually. Okay. But you have to have hope that, you know, I mean, look at all these people in Florida. There's been five ginormous hurricanes in yeah. five years. It's only going to get worse. The only thing they have is the hope that this, maybe this one won't be as bad as the last. Maybe if we work together, we can do more. Maybe if we right. you know, take uh, better care of our climate, then things will be better. You know, that's our hope. It's our hope. And you know. I, th- I think hope is what you always have to have. I mean, you, do. you, ha- you have right. to have number hope. one thing. You know, yeah. when they say, well, the likelihood is it's 87% that blah, blah, blah. Well, mm-hmm. But somebody, there's still a percentage. But there's still a percentage that. It could be hope. That that you have to have the hope out. that it's, that it, yeah. right, exactly, that it's going to work out. So. Yep, absolutely. So what's the first step for somebody who's listening, who's saying, okay, so it's not happiness I'm struggling with. It's being hopeful. How do I, how do I. Um, become hopeful when I'm in a really shitty situation. Well, we, you know, just being aware of your shitty situation. Okay, there's A, B, C, D, E, F, G going on, but I'm not going to be a victim. I'm going to embrace the fact that this is where I am currently in my life. There's always a beginning for everybody. I mean, that's where I started. I was a, I was a perpetual victim, sobbing and crying in rehab. And that and never works, does it? It doesn't work. And until somebody made me aware of the fact I was a victim, which I was very insulted, um, I started <laughs> to think about it after a while. And I was like, wow, he's right. I am a victim. So then I started analyzing why I think the way I do and why I act the way I do and why my life has been the way it had been up until that point. And that's when I had the hope to make these drastic changes in my life that would make things better for me. And can uh, can anybody or everybody learn to be more hopeful? Absolutely, because once you achieve one small goal, another small goal will beget that to another to another, and then you find your path, and the law of attraction brings the things to you when you're 
on on your path and focused on the next thing you want to do. And that's where confidence comes in. Yeah, too. you build your confidence from right. your goals. Absolutely. Oh, mm-hmm. this is so interesting. Mm-hmm. I love the whole idea that you can you can change just by thinking, being more hopeful. Period. Yes. Yep. Like if you do nothing else. Mm-hmm. In your life, you can mm-hmm. just be more hopeful, and that right there will make a difference. Absolutely. Look at how many people that have all the money in the world right. and are completely hopeless. Right now, yeah. I'm hoping that mm-hmm. people who are listening will take some inspiration from your words and the, the stories that we've shared today. I'm also hoping that people will continue to like, subscribe, and follow. The Nooner Show. And I'm going to toss some cookies here, and we will add it to our hopeful list our hopeful list yep uh whichever way the prongs go that's the cookie that's meant for you mine's the red one. Oh, yours is the lime green there liz take this one um with hope with okay. hope Add with hope with hope your ability to juggle many tasks will take you far with hope i think it needs a little more than hope <laughs> <laughs> generosity and protection are your uh overlasting Ever, excuse me, I don't have my glasses on. You want mine? <laughs> Generosity and perfection are your everlasting goals. I just talked about that. You did. With hope. With hope. There we go. Mine says, if you want the rainbow, you must put up with the rainbow. Well, you must put up with the rain. God, and I have my glasses on. Let's try this again. If you want the rainbow, you must put up with the rain. With and hope. With hope. We're going to need big type. Um, yeah. um, co- fortune cookies going forward. That's talk. a hope. I Is that a hope or that's a wish? A, that's Actually, a wish. That might be that's a wish. wish. I'm going to talk same. to the developer. Yeah, a creator. Yes, mm-hmm. Liz. Thank you so much. Thank you Once for again, having me. Um, thank very you so inspiring. Much. And the good news is, is that in the end, it's it's up to you. You can either it, be hopeful or not hopeful. But if you want to yes. live a long, healthier, happier life. Try being hopeful. So if any of this has spurred anything or made you think twice, do it the easy way. Get yourself a good therapist, interview them as you would interview a very dear friend, and they will help you find the hope and change the way you think and feel. And it will be a lot easier with somebody that assists you and helps you along instead of trying to do it by yourself. And Liz, how can people get a hold of you? Oh, I am. My company is Liz Life Guru, and I am on Psychology Today. Liz Reed, Liz and Reed. I do telemedicine, so R-E-E-D. anybody can find me. Yes, R E E D. Perfect. Thank you. Sometimes the only mode of transportation is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith. Have a great week. Stay hopeful.